Welcome to Manifestation Mindset and More Woo with Shia Samantha. I'm Samantha, your host and Manifestation Spiritual Life Coach. Ever wanted to experience a life with more ease and flow? To experience synchronicities and effortless abundance whilst taking inspired action towards your goals? Well, here we merge the strategy with the energetics to help nourish your mindset, unleash your inner potential and support you to consciously co-create your life. We talk all things manifestation, universal principles and spirituality alongside the relevant tools, strategy, mindset shifts and more, all to help you embody that dream version of you. If this sounds like your kind of thing, then you are in the right place. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's dive in. Hey, my beautiful souls, welcome back to another episode. And today I'm bringing you my take on how to stop doubting yourself. And this is a topic that's like really close to my heart, something I'm surprised that I haven't covered before. Like this is such a major part of my journey. I don't know why it's taken me this long to actually put a podcast episode out there on this. So I'm really, really excited to share a little bit about my take on this today. So just quickly, for those of you who don't know my story, I was kind of following the psychology route, did an undergrad in psychology, master's in psychology, was working within mental health. And I thought that if I kept learning, if I kept getting all of these different accreditations, if I kept learning, kept absorbing, kept kind of climbing this ladder, that I'd be good enough. And of course, this is something that's like subconscious. I wasn't actively trying to better myself to to be good enough, not on a conscious level. But of course, over time, I realized that was what was fueling a lot of my my behavior and my, my desire to kind of keep climbing. And don't get me wrong, I will caveat, I love to learn. I do, do, do love to learn. I love knowledge. I love to just keep drinking it up because that's just that's just my interest I, I love it I love kind of gaining new knowledge but obviously it gets to a point where you kind of realize what is what is fueling what is driving my behavior and it was only in my 20s that I realized that like no amount of accreditations no amount of knowledge no amount of expertise would actually make me stop doubting myself and that was a kind of big revelation for me I was like wow like certifications and qualifications like can't give that to you like they can't give you what you can't give yourself and that was a major major turning point is that I sort of realized although I knew I suffered from self-esteem and self-doubt my entire life it was sort of beginning to realize that it was it wasn't a fixed reality and everything I did to kind of try and feel good enough subconsciously was not actually ever helping it, was not actually ever making me feel good enough to the point that I had so many different qualifications and then I was just like, why don't I feel different? And that's the key is is you won't because no no amount of of things that you acquire is gonna gonna make you feel that way. And this, you can kind of um, relate this to so many different topics, but if we just think about self-doubt, it is that kind of need to kind of, to, to learn more, to be good enough, to, to feel like you have enough um, expertise or experience, anything like that. And yeah, it just, it just doesn't work that way. And what's interesting is that it might feel like it does for a short while. Sometimes you might get like that feeling after you've got something like an accreditation or you've got your degree and you think, oh my gosh, I did it. 
like I can do it, this is awesome. But without that work on yourself, eventually over time, you kind of end up slipping back into those old thought patterns and that old way of being because there's been no kind of actual work to to change that. So that's how you can kind of fall back into that cycle where you do the accreditations, you get the degree, but then actually nothing changes with them. So this was a really major part of my journey and I found like mental health, I learned about mental health, but I also found like the personal development world and then of course the coaching world and this kind of was all my kind of journey of that self-discovery and understanding myself on a much, much deeper level. And I'm not coming at you today from this position of like, "Ah, now I'm perfectly healed and I never doubt myself and I can give you this podcast on how you can do that too, because that's just not the case. And actually it's a really unobtainable goal for all of us. It It shouldn't be the goal to never ever doubt yourself. It shouldn't be the goal to never feel fear again. It should never be the goal to to always feel a certain way or not feel a certain way. It's completely unobtainable because we are human. At the end of the day, we are all gonna have those moments and that's gonna be an ongoing, it's gonna be your job to kind of keep up that work so that you can move through the different moments in life where you're gonna be challenged and you're gonna need to pull on those tools and resources again to help you get through that, to help you stop doubting yourself. So I think really, if you're coming to this episode and you're thinking, my goal is to just stop doubting myself, I think it's 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 rethinking that straight off the bat. Like what actually is a more realistic goal here? Because you're never gonna be able to get rid of doubt or fear entirely. And even the people that you look up to, whether you, you know, have influences that you look up to or entrepreneurs you look up to, everybody is going to have those periods of doubt. I still get it. So, so normal. I still get those moments, but it's having, as I said, it's having the tools to work through that. So I think really, if if I was coming at this again, thinking about how I would approach this, I would think about this as my goal being to just be so comfortable within myself within my voice, within my mission, within my dreams and come at it with that kind of energy. Because one as well, if you want to kind of get rid of self-doubt, right? I use little quotation bunnies. If you want to get rid of self-doubt, trying to resist and get rid of that energy and get rid of something, you're coming from a less empowered state because you're kind of, you're you're almost resisting it. You're like, I just want it gone. I just want to, I just want to be like this. Whereas actually, if you switch your kind of goal and your focus, go, actually, I want to start getting more comfortable. I want to start feeling more empowered in my own voice, in what I have to say, and believing that what I have to say is valuable. That is also going to switch. You're going to make a much quicker, you're going to see progress a lot quicker because you've completely shifted your energy around self-doubt. And when you think about it like this as well, when you think about the goal being to be comfortable in yourself, it's kind of thinking about like self-doubt no longer consuming you. And there might be many of you listening that resonate with this. I know this is how I felt, but I very much, when I had those kind of thoughts, it was like constant, like anything that I wanted to do that challenged me and was going towards where I wanted to go, my desires and my dreams, I felt overwhelmed by those doubting thoughts. It was so, so loud really, where you kind of feel like you, you, it feels really, really hard to move through. 
so having a bit of a goal where it's actually like you know what i want it so that it no longer consumes me i want it so that it no longer is is taking over and it's just a part of my life it's not dominating my life and when you kind of come at it in this way i just think it's such a better energy and you're gonna have a much better outcome because you're you're just coming at it from a much better headspace mentally and energetic perspective as well so I know this is possible for you if you're coming at this episode wanting to remove yourself away from self-doubt then it's absolutely possible for you because as I said I went from a self-doubter and really quite habitual self-sabotage anxious mess second guessing every move and word I said. I mean, that was probably one of the hardest things I found with my self-doubt is I was constantly like checking myself, checking myself and wrecking myself. <laughs> what like to the point where like, I would question like, how did that come across? How is that gonna, what are people gonna think of that? If I say this, what if that that's received this way? And I was constantly second guessing myself and kind of, like curbing my own voice and and I, and I think I talk about this on the podcast I definitely am sure I've shared it on social media and stuff before where for me it was very much like I couldn't share my voice freely and that was paralyzing like it was it was so hard to be able to just talk in 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 situations we're talking about group situations rooms of people with people where I would almost constantly check myself of of how I was coming across and how I was being and often this is really paired with like people people pleasing tendencies because if you're a self-doubter you are going to want to please people because you sometimes are going to doubt yourself in certain situations I mean it depends on where you're coming from like what your self-doubt is and that will um that will resonate or not resonate with some of you. But I know for me, my self-doubting also impacted my communication in situations because I would often worry about how how it, how it came across. And as you can hear as well, self-doubt is really quite often paired with worry. Like you, you don't often self-doubt and think, oh, you know, I don't know if I can do this without those same worrying thoughts and worrying feelings being paired with it. it that is really really common to sort of have that kind of reaction in your body as well at the same time and we're talking a little bit more about that as well in a bit but yeah I'm going to share with you today some ways that I work through my own self-doubt so that you can start working on it you yourself as well work through those thoughts and not have that so that it's so all-consuming and I think the very first question is, as I was mentioning a bit a, a minute ago, whether or not things resonate, is asking yourself like, why you're actually doubting yourself. So some of you may say like, I always have. I mean, I definitely, I definitely relate to that one. You may say, I don't think I'm experienced enough. You may say, many people are doing it like better than me. So you're kind of doubting because you're comparing and you're seeing it, like other people's absolutely smashing it. So you're like, well, they're doing it so much better than me. How am I gonna how am I gonna do it to that level? You may say, I don't think I'm good enough. You may say, I'm I'm just doubting whether people will want what I have to offer or will even like what I have to offer or resonate what I'm trying to put out there. And the key here is that we we all doubt. You're not self-doubting for no reason. You're you're self-doubting for certain reasons certain certain thoughts and often certain thought patterns that are coming up for you 
when you when you doubt. So for example, for me, it was always worried about being good enough. And that's why it often was in different situations that this would come. So like I would doubt myself sometimes in group situations because I often didn't really feel enough. So often would feel a bit like that tendency to kind of fit in my personality to suit others, if that makes sense sort of going off um slightly on a tangent here but just if that I don't know if that relates or makes sense where you sometimes you you want to fit in and feel good enough so you kind of bend yourself a little bit to kind of fit into a group and I've definitely had that so many times where I've wanted to feel enough and I've done that and then you end up you you end up feeling really misaligned because you you get to the point where you can no longer do that anymore you And this is very much on the journey where you start to feel more confident and you start to doubt yourself less. You realise where you can no longer be in situations that make you feel that way or make you behave that way because it's not good for you. It's 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 not good for your soul. You you feel like you're compromising a part of yourself, like your authenticity, because you're showing up in a way that's sort of suiting others. Um anyway, I digress. But what I want you to think about here is like what is it that you're doubting? What is it exactly that you're thinking in your mind? because you can't stop doubting yourself if you don't know why you're doing it in the first place. Like you haven't given yourself the time and the space to just be like, what are the, What do I even doubt here? What is going on? And another thing I wanna mention as well, because I know a lot of you will be like spiritual listeners who are into manifestation, of course, because this is the uh, Manifestation Mindset and More Woo podcast. So yeah, also there's gonna be, I know a lot of spiritual listeners who who are here for a lot of the manifestation content as well. So I really wanna just kind of mention this here, is that declaring why you're self-doubting and putting these thoughts out there and writing them down on paper, saying them out loud, is not gonna like mess up your manifestations. By saying like, actually I deep down am scared to, to show up on Instagram because I don't feel like I'm good enough so I constantly self-doubt myself is not gonna like mess up like you trying to manifest showing up on Instagram. Like it is so important. I think there's a real kind of negative perspective out there that if you declare things and you say how how you're really feeling that somehow you're gonna mess up your manifestation, somehow you're gonna taint it. Like somehow the universe is gonna be like, oh, you said it now, here you go here's all the crap. And it's like, funny it was that easy, right? Like, imagine if you could just say, I'm a millionaire. And the universe went, okay, you said it now. Sorry, here's all this cash coming. Like, it's so, it's so, it's so complex, isn't it? Manifestation, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. And the, the key here is not about like the message that you're saying and the, like the little words you're putting out there. It's actually what's going on within because you can't lie to the universe. So if you are showing up on Instagram, you're showing up in business, you're whatever it is, you're, you're coming at something with a conscious kind of thought process and energy. That's not actually what's manifesting because the universe actually knows what is going on within. The universe can like sense that. So it knows, it knows already that you're self-doubting because that's the actual message that you're, you're putting out there subconsciously. So you are sending out that signal and you are giving that signal that you're doubting through your subconscious and your energy. You are already sending out that little signal, like a little beacon, just being like beep beep like that's that's the beacon that you're sending out and then like things are getting attracted to that beacon and they're coming back and finding their way to you that's where we're manifesting from so giving things space to be heard and aired isn't going to mess up anything it's it's going to help you 
because you've finally given yourself the space to like pull this from like without the subconscious like getting it out onto paper and be like whoa okay we can see what's going on here now we can stop we need to stop pretending and actually we can see it and it's so so good to air this because then you once you have that you can do something about it and this is so so important as well with like thoughts that you're having or emotions that you're having like I do talk about this quite a lot and I talk about this with my one-on-one clients and help them work through this but it's really about making sure that you are seeing the feeling the thoughts for what they are you're seeing them and you're acknowledging them because when you don't you often have them kind of trapped and suppressed within you but they are still bringing energy to what you're doing so I actually noticed this this week right I've got like a real life example I was feeling fear about something and I probably won't share it actually with you but I will share the feeling I had um I was feeling a bit fearful about something and you know where you're just sitting there and like you're doing like affirmations or you're doing meditating and you're meditating sorry and you know, we were just like, yeah, I'm feeling into like good things. I'm feeling good. I'm, yeah, I'm imagining my reality and all of these different things. And there's a fear there. And I feel it like in the, in like my gut, right? And I can feel myself like pushing it down. Like, no, 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 we're just not gonna let that up. We're not gonna focus on that. Now. I'm gonna focus on feeling good and feeling high vibe, right? And yes, sometimes there is a time and a place where actually just trying to distract, like distract yourself. If you don't have time to focus on that feeling, you don't have time in the moment to concentrate on what it is that you're really feeling. Sometimes distraction can help. It's of course not a long-term strategy. Like you will need to approach it later when you're at home with your journal or whatever. I'm talking like if you're out and about, you're like at work, you're like in a client meeting, I don't know, whatever it is, there's going to be a point that you need to come back to that. But I had my chance, like I was there, I was meditating and I could, I I could acknowledge it and I could just feel myself being like, no, 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 let's just put that down. And then I was like, it took a couple of minutes because I, I, I did for a second do that, hold my hands up. And then afterwards I was like, whoa, 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 what am I doing? This is an absolute contradiction to, <laughs> to what I teach my clients, what I share about and what my message is. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to be that person. <laughs> so I was like, right, come on then, get the bloody journal out, let's go. And I actually I actually wrote down, what is the fear you're pretending is not there? And <laughs> it was quite like an interesting question because usually I'm like, what is it that I'm experiencing? What is the fear? And I was like, no, let's just be honest. What is the fear I'm pretending is not there? And I was like, okay, like I'm feeling a bit like this. I'm feeling about that. Some of this was like personal stuff. This is why I'm not really sharing it. Um, But it, the, the point was I had like four points and I was like, what? Like, where did all this come from? Are you joking? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling like loads of fear. Like, oh, now I've opened that can of worms. And this is what's interesting is that most of the time we don't want to open that can of worms. And then suddenly we do. And we're like, oh no, look what I've just opened. But actually like that period of time, giving yourself like 10, 15 minutes to open the can of worms and work through that little can of worms, you know, pick those little worms out and plonk them down and sort them out. You're suddenly like, oh, you know, at least my can's empty. Like, that is such a better way of being and and managing yourself. And that is what I support 
like clients to do is managing that that side those thoughts the mindset because then you can actually get on with your day then you can actually come at the activities or you can come at tasks you can come at work everything with a different energy and that is so so powerful so so powerful and anyway I've just realized that I've completely digressed and how are we 21 minutes in I have so much more I want to share with you and I've just been rambling on, not even about doubt. So <laughs> let's just, let's just go, right? I think I, I was, because I said, I would, I would, I know why, because I was talking about how you mess up your, um, I was talking about people worrying about messing up their manifestations, right? And actually seeing emotions and seeing thoughts and how powerful it is. That's why we got into that. So anyway, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to what we're talking about. And Yeah, what I'm saying is it's good to air it. It's so, so important to air it and it's not gonna mess anything up. And what I will say as well, like just a reminder that when it comes to any self-doubting thoughts and, and how you feel about yourself, you weren't born that way. You weren't born into the womb with a perspective as a baby that I'm not enough. You weren't born comparing yourself to others. You, you weren't born with those automatic thoughts. Your brain was wired to think that way based on your unique experiences, your upbringing, your nurture, and the way you attach meanings to those events. That's a really important part, the meaning you attach to those experiences. So this means, although it feels really, really hard, maybe even impossible to change who you are, or at least who you think you are. I know that when I was self-doubting, I saw it as who I was. I was like, well, I'm just a self-doubter. And that's not the case. It's not who you are. It's it's a way of thinking. It's a way of being that you that's been programmed into your mind. So although it feels really, really hard to change that, you absolutely can. This is where the subconscious reprogramming comes in. This is where you, this is where you can choose and set the new thoughts that your brain has and you can wire them in. And I think I talk about this on a previous podcast actually where I talk about that like neuroplasticity and the brain's ability to kind of keep learning and keep growing and and actually learn new thought patterns as well. Like you can wire that in and it takes work. You know, this is why there's coaches in the world. This is why there's people out there to help you do that because it does take work, but it, it can be done. And I think that's what I really want to remind you is that you know, I've worked through it, so many other people have worked through it, you do not have to live your life as a self-doubter anymore, you don't have to live your life where you constantly want to do something so, so bad, and then you just don't, because you're, you're filled with thoughts of self-doubt, because that is not, that's not a way to live your life, you know, it's, it's really quite paralyzing, I've been there, and I just don't think, I don't think anyone should have to live like that, I know that sounds really dramatic, but, it can get really deep. It can get really deep when you doubt. <laughs> like So once you have, so once you have what it is that you're doubting, you know what it is, you can feel those thoughts, you can feel what it is, that it's like kind of coming all up in your brain of like, oh, all those thoughts like overwhelming you, then it's time to realize that you can choose a different thought. And as I said, you can rewire your brain, but also that's like long-term, a long-term process. But something you can do right now in your moment, like something you can take away from today is tuning into your heart instead. And what this means is, is, is tapping in, tapping back into what you desire, tapping back into your why, Okay, if you're if you're doubting your ability to start something, maybe you want to like start an Etsy account and you want to like sell products, you want to sell jewelry. 
and you your why is like oh because I absolutely love creating I I, I love making beautiful things and I know that these beautiful things can make people happy that's your why and that's why your heart is pulling you in that direction in the first place so it's so so important to tap back into that get out of your head and tap back into your heart what is burning within you that can be birthed if you didn't have the doubt there was no self-doubt it wasn't even a thing it was something that just doesn't exist in our humanity anymore what would you do how would you how would you show up for life how would things be different to they are right now and that's tapping back into the heart that's tapping back into your like oh wow yeah i want this i would do this so i like i said you probably say i'm super excited to share this like i know that this would help someone or i really want to live life on my terms and know that this thing could help me not only live life on my terms but help people in the process i mean what a way to live right And when you tap into your heart, this is so, so powerful. When you tap into your heart, you get a new thought. You shift yourself from self-doubting, self-doubter, to tapping back into your heart and thinking and viewing the situation differently. You get a complete new thought. You get a complete new little light bulb moment. And also why this is so important. So I was mentioning this earlier when I was talking about anxiety and I knew I wanted to come back to it. Like why this is so important to take yourself from out of that head and back into your heart. And I'm going to share this in a sciencey way. Any of my science fans or like logical thinkers who are on the pod who love that little pin of logic as well. Um, in this kind of, when we're talking about these like less tangible ideas, right? When you feel anxious, when you are self-doubting, as I said, that's often paired with fear and worry and uncertainty. Those are really, really normal emotions that come with self-doubt. You don't always just self-doubt and go, oh, but I just don't know if that's going to work out. You know, I just don't know. No, I'm just doubting. Like, you feel it way more than that, right? Like, it's like, oh my God, I really don't think this is going to work. I'm really not sure how this is going to go. I just really don't think I'm good enough. I I really am doubting whether I've got enough experience, expertise. That feels different in your body. Like if you could just think about those two different ways of thinking. The first one is, is more unlikely. I mean, you might have those odd doubting thoughts where they're like fleeting and they're not as powerful. And, and that's, a, that's a good thing because those are a lot easier to move through with just you know, standard strategies to just help you kind of relax your ANS system. But those ones that are a lot deeper are usually being fueled from your from your belief system and they they kind of weigh a lot heavier within you and they come with more feelings, more sensations. So when you have that fear, that worry that is set off when you're doubting, in your body it's setting off your autonomic nervous system because essentially what's happening is your body is going right like getting ready for danger getting ready to fight or flight so when you feel this way this is really really key when you feel this way it also because because your body is about to go into fight or flight or freeze because your body is preparing for that state certain parts of your brain are switching off And this was, again, so eye-opening for me when I realised why I often was getting really cloudy, really foggy when I was, like, self-doubting or feeling fair. I get really foggy and I get, like, almost, like, clouded and it's really hard to think straight. 
And honestly, learning this was so, so powerful. And that that's, so, so you're, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. So what is happening in your brain is that your brain is shutting off the part of the brain known as the prefrontal cortex. And it might seem like you're really hyper alert and focused, but often what's going on is because your, your body is feeling fearful, you're going into like hyper focus on danger. You're looking for problems, right? You're not looking for solutions. So your brain is actually focused on that, but that's a different part of your brain. Your prefrontal cortex at the front has been shut down because you're feeling this way. And that's the part of the brain that's responsible for all your executive functions. So think things like being organized, your memory, your working memory, your response inhibition, your emotional control, your time management, all of these have been shut down because your body is feeling fearful. So coming back to why this is so important, choosing a better thought and leaning back into your heart is gonna calm the nervous system. It's gonna take you away from that danger and it's gonna ground you back into reality, which means it's going to reactivate your prefrontal cortex. So you're gonna be able to then use that part of the brain again because your brain is no longer panicking, looking for danger and it's centered itself and it's brought itself back back to reality and you were able to then think actually about things you're able to work on your organization those sort of skills in that part of the brain you're finally able to concentrate in that way and I mean doesn't this just like like blow your mind when you actually think about like when you've been self-doubting like I know all the time that I self-doubted I would get anxious and I would worry alongside that So my brain was shutting off all those other functions on a daily basis. So my ability to to support myself and manage my time and manage my emotions and 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 have the ability to hold things in my in my brain. I mean, just the working memory side of things where you kind of like need to hold things in your head was all being shut down because of that. And I just think that is is absolutely crazy, like that we, our brain does that, right? So it's so, so essential to tap back into your heart and regulate yourself. So, so, so essential. And it's a major, major part of helping you move away from those self-doubting thoughts and tap, tapping back into your heart and your true your true desire and the reason why you're feeling pulled to do that in the first place. And there's so many other ways, so many other things that you can do that are going to help you to to regulate your nervous system. And I've used so many different ones with my one-on-one clients really based on what's worked for them and the strategy that's going to help them in their unique experience and their unique situation. And that's where it's really, really powerful when you have that work with a coach or mentor where you can do that. But just even if you just take away the strategy today, choosing to slow down, take your take those thoughts out of you and tap back in to your heart is honestly so, so profound, the impact that can have. And it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites of really thinking, actually, I no longer want to be the self-doubter, the one who's doubting everything and who's thinking this way. I want to tap back into my why and who I believe I truly am and what I'm really here to offer. So another way that I like to to really support myself with self-doubt is to think about putting things into perspective. 
And this is a really, really good one. And I don't just mean like, you know, you hear people say, put it into perspective, like the whole, there's a, we're on a floating ball in the middle of the sky and our lives are just a blip in time and like really in the big scheme of things, like does that thing matter? I mean, that works for some that, you know, there's a time and a place for that. And if that works for you and that really helps you to move out of that self-doubting, then that's really, really powerful. But also it's like actually tapping into why on earth am I doing this to myself anymore? I like to zoom out and be like, what the hell? I like to say like, do you know how much energy you're wasting, Sam? Do you know how much energy you are taking up self-doubting? Like so much energy and headspace. And if I added up all the time I've lost self-doubting, I'd honestly say it was days of my life days of my life that I will never get back that were filled with being in my own head and I'm sure so many of you feel the same and it feels absolutely shitty like it feels really really bad to be wasting those moments of your life creating a story in your mind of something that may or may not happen and it's exhausting it really really is exhausting And the reason I like to think about this in a different way is I'm like, hang on a minute, like zoom right out here. Let's go right out. Like what, why am I doing this? Why am I allowing these thoughts to control me? Why am I allowing myself to think about what if it doesn't work out? Well, what if it does? Isn't it worth the risk? The short term pain of trying something that you really, really want to give a go and that you're really passionate about and that you love over the long term pain of just never knowing of of ending up, I don't know what age down the line and being like, oh, why did I, I never gave that a go and never knew what could have happened. And when you zoom out and look at it from that perspective, you're, you kind of have that little bit of like, a wow what am I doing to myself? Why am I allowing this to to consume me? Why am I allowing myself to waste a single second on these silly thoughts and this old programming that when I don't have to? And like I said, with the whole pairing self-doubt is often because we're scared of, of what might happen. We're fearful of something going wrong and we're fearful for not knowing or not having a certainty of an outcome because that's really scary right it's really reassuring going for something and being like well it's great I get to go and start this new business on Etsy and I know that it's gonna it's gonna take off because that's how the world works I mean this is a great belief system by the way but I mean actually imagine in a world where you just knew you started a business and people would just come and there's no like struggle and it's like you get to do what you want if there was a certainty of the outcome then it would be easy right but that's what stops us that's what gets in the way because we're fearful of an outcome but this is often an outcome that doesn't even exist it's an outcome that has been made up in our minds because our brain is trying to protect us and it wants us not to move in the direction of something that obviously could cause us danger So essentially you're fearful of something that might happen and you're giving all of your energy to something that might happen and thinking, well, what if it doesn't work out? And in the grand scheme of things, one, it bloody could, which is really important, but two, really think about this. Does it matter if it doesn't work out? Does it matter if no one buys? Does it matter if the only person cheering you on is your freaking mum at the start? Like, no, 
Like, no. Why does it matter? And I know it's so cliche for me to say this. Like, <laughs> you're all going to be like, oh my God, roll my, roll my eyes. But life is too fucking short to be doubting ourselves and our power. Life is too short. You you are here for a reason, right? And I'm, I'm going to go really micro. You've been drawn to this episode for a reason. And that's not because you're a self-doubter. And that is not who you are. But because you actually have something bubbling within, you have something in you, something bigger. You're feeling that pull. You feel it within. There's a deep yearning like in the pit of your stomach to be, do or have more. And it's time to let that out. That is what your soul, your soul has guided you to this episode because you need to hear that like, there's no... There's no need to be living a life as a as a self-doubter. There's no need to be living life that way. And it's time for you to actually live the life that you were here to live. You have something within you that you want to let out, whether that's a new project, whether it's, maybe it's a book. Maybe you, you feel the pull to, to write a book, to share a story with somebody or share a story with, with people maybe you have this deep desire to sing you've always wanted to be a singer but you're like clouded with this self-doubt like your desires are meant for you and what you want is is allowed and and is your right it's your right to go and follow that so you have that you have that burning within that honestly this is the podcast I wish I'd listened to when I was self-doubting I mean I listened to so many different self-discovery and like perspectives on life, but this is the pep talk I would have needed to just remind me that you do not have to live like that. You do not have to live where you just don't feel like you can fulfill the potential you have. And you know it, you know it within, you know you have potential, but you're so terrified of people seeing your light. You're, ter- you're terrified of being seen fully. And I so get it. I, I honestly get it. Get it more than most because I was the exact same. But the version of me could never have done what I'm doing now without that version of me being brave and and making a change. Like I'm so grateful that she, that version of us, took the first step to try and change how she saw herself so that we could become the future that I'm now living, so that we could become that vision, like, so I could become her in my mind. We waste so much time doubting, so much precious time of our lives when we could just be doing things that we really, really want. So why waste another second? Why waste another second listening to that old programming in your mind? Those old thoughts just on repeat telling you how what you should think about yourself, how you should feel, who you are. Screw that. You get to reinvent yourself. You get to reinvent yourself in any moment. You get to decide who the hell you want to be and you get to take up space. You get to share what's on your heart. You, you get to birth whatever creation you have into this world. It is your birthright. And I've kind of like a little bit passionate around this like strategy here, but as essentially how this is useful is it's thinking about this as like flipping the script on, on that doubt. You're flipping the script on that belief. So 
the type of things that I ask myself to help me do this is when you think, what if it doesn't work out? What if really I'm not enough? Or what if I can never be as good as them? A lot of self-doubting thoughts often happen with what if, and you literally flip the script. Like, what if it does? What if I am good enough? What if I could just be good at doing this in my own unique way? You know, what if I don't need to compare? What if everything could work out for me? I mean, that's my favorite. Like my mantra is everything is working out for me and my highest good, like all the time. And that is a belief that really, really carries me through life on so many different levels where I can truly tap into that and know even in the hard times, it's all happening for me. It's all serving me in some way. It's all helping mold me as a person, as a soul, helping me in my voice and and making us stronger, right? So if you if you could if you can imagine and switch this to like, what if it does? What if everything is working out? What if it gets to be okay? Could you just release the outcome and just dance with life instead? Start having a bit more fun rather than obsessing over whether it's enough, whether you're enough or or whether, you know, you're going to be as good. Just let let life dance with you. Just try and see what happens and trust that it's all happening to serve you. As I said, what if no one buys? So what? Can you trust that that's serving you in some way? Can you trust that you're going to learn something in the process? Can you trust that you're going to have an outcome where you were like, wow, yeah, no one bought, but I realized this, I realized this, I got so much better at my marketing, I realized where I needed to change my message, I realized where maybe I wasn't being authentic in my voice, and I was thinking about what things people wanted to hear rather than not what actually I wanted to say. You have so much to learn through that process. And even if the outcome is not what you desire, you still followed your heart, and you still tapped in, and you still overcame the self-doubt. And what is so powerful about, about this is that when you do that, then you do get actual evidence. You know how I said at the start of this podcast that like accreditations and qualifications don't make you feel that way if you don't feel about yourself. When you do something like this and you you really overcome self-doubt and you you directly overcome self-doubt. I mean, this is the thing with accreditations. It's not always going to directly impact your feeling of enoughness. Whereas if you directly overcome something that you've been doubting and doubting and you give it a go and it flops, you still have evidence that you can fucking do it. And I'm sorry that I'm swearing, but I'm very passionate about this. You have evidence that you can do it. And you have evidence that if you follow your heart, yeah, it might not work out, but actually the outcome is also less important. And this is what I've been banging on about for so long and really what, again, I support women to realise is, yes, you may want that outcome, you may want the business, you may want to hit 10k months, but actually often the goals we set are so high that they, one, become unbelievable and we self-sabotage, but two, it's actually about falling so in love with the journey that you stop worrying about the outcome. And... I noticed that a lot when I became confident in my voice and who I was, I realised I actually am falling in love with the journey. I'm falling in love with who I'm becoming. And that 
shit is magnetic. That is the, oh, like the little point, right? I don't know what the saying is, but that just, just gets you, doesn't it? It's like, oh, yes. Falling in love with who you're being, who you're becoming. That is when you sort of realise, actually, I can freaking do this. And I want to remind you, what's meant for you won't pass you by. What is meant for you won't pass you by. So just lean into that. Lean into going for it. Lean into going, you know what? I don't need to feel like this anymore. I don't need to believe this anymore. I don't need to hold myself in this energy or this identity anymore. I get to choose something different. And you know, everyone in life is a critic, right? I used to sit on the sidelines of my life when I was prime self-doubter, prime self-sabotager. I used to look at others and think, oh, like they get to do this. They get to do that. I was so jealous. They get to live the life that they want. (laughs) I'd blame everyone else thinking, well, they get to do it. I'm just not like them. You know, we make a lot of excuses, right? We make up excuses for why we don't go after what we want and why we don't go after our dreams. And you know, all that happens, you know where you end up? You end up like, however long down the line, seeing that person grow and grow and grow and you just build and get more resentful that you never took a chance on yourself. And that's not fun either. That is not a fun place to be in. You don't need to be someone special to create a difference in this world. You know, most celebrities, most coaches, most entrepreneurs, billionaires, they aren't special. They're made of the same stuff. They're made of the same skin and bones. And it's not always intelligence that gets them there, right? It's a willingness to try. And it's a willingness to fall flat on their face. And it's a willingness not to allow the external circumstances to mean anything about them and who they are. Because they still hold that that confidence, you know? This is literally what we're coming down to here with this self-doubt and conversation is... it's not innate like you don't you don't come out the womb feeling confident (laughs) like confidence is created and it may take time but it's it's like invaluable investing time and energy into yourself and your own growth is the best investment that we can ever make and it's going to change your life the most than anything else more than like a new car will or a holiday right they're short-lived they're the novelty wears off but your own growth I mean the novelty doesn't wear off on that when you look in the mirror and you're like oh Jesus how far have we come that's insane and actually I want to share this quote and this is going to be so cheesy and if you're not a quote person feel free to <laughs> to leave now <laughs> you may leave take what you will from this episode but for those who love a quote like me I do love then listen up to this one. You will have heard this before, but I just really want to share it now because I think it really does sum up what I want to leave you with. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, because there is no effort without error or shortcoming. But who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who, at best, 
knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at worst if he falls at least he falls while daring greatly so his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who knew neither victory nor defeat that's theodore roosevelt and i just love that oh, doesn't that just give you the feels it's so much better to have tried and failed at something than to sit at the sidelines of your own life and just think, man, I didn't know victory or defeat because I just didn't give anything a go that I really, really wanted to, that really, really mattered to me. Yeah, maybe I did some good things in life. I had a good job, you know, I I did some great things. But there's always that feeling, you know, if you don't follow what you really want, the what if, that just, that just stays with you. And it's so, so common. So many people live their life like this. So many people just never give it a go. But honestly, again, coming from a spiritual perspective, like, why are we here? Why are we on this earth if it's not to, to bring something to bring a change. And I don't mean everybody on this earth is supposed to be like an entrepreneur or, but there's a flame in all of us. We're all supposed to bring something, whether it's more love, more joy, more fun, whether it's to share something greater. We all have a desire for something. And I just truly believe that We're not all on this planet to just be little humans for 70, 80 years if you're lucky. And then that's it. Like, what's the point? (laughs) We're not. We're supposed to be doing something greater. We're supposed to be spreading something. We're supposed to be growing as a collective consciousness. We're all here for something. We're all here to share something. I mean, just think, do you know how... Like, you must have heard the saying, like, the chances of you being conceived as the very version of you as as you are in this timeline, the chances of that are insane. Okay, so I had to just Google this quickly. So, in a recent TEDx talk, Mel Robbins, love a bit of Mel, she mentions that scientists estimate the probability of you being born are about one in 400 trillion. Like you right now listening to this, like me right now saying this, doesn't that just give you chills? Like you're meant to be here. You are meant to be in this world. You're meant to share something. You're You're meant for this. This is why I say it's so, so important to tap in because your desires are meant for you. They're not just silly old dreams. There's a reason you're feeling it. There's a reason you're feeling pulled to do what it is you want to do. And you've got to start being brave enough, brave enough to move out of that, that self-doubting persona to stop identifying with that and becoming who you want to be, becoming that version of yourself that you can picture in your mind. <sighs> that was a big one. I did not expect that podcast. That just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I had notes, of course I had notes, we all have notes, but I just felt like that message was so close to home, it was just, it was just coming out of me, (laughs) it was just pouring out of me, and uh, yeah, 
it's made me really philosophical now of like thinking about why we're here and what we're here to do I don't know if it's given you those same sort of thoughts but I really do want to leave you with that I want you to walk away from this thinking why am I why am I doing this like no more no more I don't have to live like this I don't have to be like this I can be who I want to be and I get to change in any moment we're often so fixated by who we think we are and the personalities that we think we have to kind of continue and who we think we need to show up and be. But you can show up and be whoever you want to be. And if that is serving your growth and that is helping you go towards the dreams of your heart and you're being authentic to you and it's not harming anyone, go be that. Go be that right now. And start focusing on the life that you want to live. Don't be the guys on the sidelines. Don't be the cold and timid souls, as it said in the quote. Be a warrior. Be a fighter. Show up for yourself. And that is honestly what I think we're all here to do on this planet. Because you're an absolute miracle. It's an absolute miracle that you're here on this timeline, in this moment. I need to remember that. Give yourself a hug. Like just put your arms around you right now. I'm going to do it with you. Hug yourself. And tell yourself how proud you are. And how much you've overcome together. And this might sound funny because you might feel like a crazy person talking to yourself in third person. <laughs> but do it anyway. Hug yourself. So I'm so proud of you. You're absolutely doing so well. And you're going to keep going. You're going to keep going. You're going to keep showing up and you're going to keep changing this world in your own unique way because you are changing the world just by being here. You make the world a better place. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed that episode. I really, really enjoyed recording that one. It really felt close to home, so close to home and just so resonate with where I was just a few short years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. And I think back to how far we've come. I, I, feel, I look back and I think, wow. So yeah, I really, really did enjoy recording that. And as always, as I say, almost on every episode, <laughs> because I just always repeat myself, is if you did love this episode, please do give it an iTunes review or wherever else you're listening and and share some of your thoughts, share your honest, honest view and you know, if it did give you an aha, if it did make you think a certain way, you know, that's, that's amazing. And if you share that, that really might help someone else. Someone else who's also on their journey, who has no idea who we are, what our little community is for. So I would really greatly appreciate that. I'm going to leave it there, guys. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful rest of your week and give some, give yourself some time to love on yourself and to be proud of yourself and make a little commitment that today, today is the day things change and you are gonna start believing in you and why you're here. Thanks so much guys for listening. I wish you so much love, joy and abundance. Mm-hmm.